before I start preaching, I would like to ask some questions. What worries us most? Being alone, facing the future, getting sick, losing loving one, divorce, loneliness, failure, facing new situation, unemployment, starting a new job, new relationship, memory from the past, maybe people, criminal, conflict, violence people, or fear of death. All this we mentioned can cause us to fear. What is fear? Fear is the overwhelming desire to hide ourselves or to defend from something. All of us, we feel fear. When we are feeling fear, we feel like suffocating. We can't do anything. We are afraid to move. We are afraid to take decision. Sometimes when we have fear, like you know, if you stand with in front of people, you have fear. Instead of you standing freely, you will cross your leg like that and you fear. You can't even speak properly. There are two kinds of fear. Number one, healthy fear. Healthy fear is the one give us to prevent from the dangers. When, for example, when we are touching something, it's hurt. We'll know we don't touch that thing. We have to have the proper gloves or to have one clothes to touch the, the things. That is important. And also another fear. When we run from the sin because we fear don't to sin, to lose our salvation, don't to displease our God who is holy. Number two, feeling paralyzing fear. As I say, paralyzing fear. When we are so afraid, we become immobile, we become paralyzed, even we can't move. You feel you have no power to do nothing and going to stop you to hold you to move on. Normally, who's the one came to make us to fear? Is the devil one. He will tell you, you are not able. He will tell you, you are not good enough to do that thing. You will he will tell you, you can't take that task because you are not qualified. And one of the things I'm going to give you the example to remind you, all of us, we are Bible readers. Remember the story of David and Goliath. Goliath was a, a Philistine giant. He came day by day intimidating the Israelite army. He said, who's the man come to fight me? If I win, 
the Israelite gonna be our slave. If you, are with, if you beat me, we will be your slave. All the Israelite army were afraid, trembling. How to face that giant? There were so many strong men in this uh, Israelite army. Why they didn't face a giant, giant Goliath? Because they see his height, how big he was, and he was ex an experienced soldier, warrior. But only one little small boy called David. It was that time the shepherd. Why David faced Goliath? Because David lived by faith, not by sight. David know who is his God. Let me ask you, who is your God? You know really who is your God? If you know really who your God is, you will never be afraid. We sang here, our God is going to give us victory. Our God is the Jehovah Jireh, the provider. Our God is the healer. Our God is everything. And to summarize the story, David said, you come with, with the sword, shield. I come with the Lord of Israel, the King of kings. And to finish the story, David killed the Goliath. God used the David to kill the Goliath. I don't know what's, what are we going through. Maybe sickness. Maybe any uh, situations, problem you are facing. Maybe your claim. One thing I guarantee you. The same God who delivered David to Goliath. He's here. And he's our God. He's the one is fighting our battle. He's the king of king, lord of lord. If you just place your trust on him, he will fight for you. Thank you. What, let's now see what does the Bible say about the victory over fear. And today I didn't say the title. Today's message is Victory Over Fear. The message is Victory Over Fear. Now we're going to see what does the Bible says about Victory Over Fear. Let's read 2 Timothy 1 7. What it says is there. For the for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but give us power, love, and self-discipline. Fear is a spirit. And God didn't give us spirit of fear. Gave us spirit of power, love, self-discipline, control, balanced is our God. Because when the fear knocks your door, you answer with faith. 
When the fears attack you, you will answer with faith. Here it doesn't say you will not feel fear. You will feel fear, but you have to answer with faith. The fear will come. All of us, we have fear. We have some area we are fearing for something. But we have to remember, we have our one Lord, our King of Kings, is the one going to fight our battle. Let's read now Isaiah 30, no, 43, 1 and 2. What it says there. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear. I have redeemed you. I have unsummed you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not swap over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flame will not set you ablame. This is, is a promise, is a guarantee. It's something we have to base on it, to have to, to remember to get it. It's a guarantee. Remember, it, all of us, when we go to buy something, like he would say, let's give an example, the TV. You buy a TV, you ask, that TV has a guarantee? They will say to you, okay, that's a guarantee for one year. If you want more, go to the company, you ring or email, they will give you more five years. I am sure all of us will do that. Why we do that? Because we want our TV to have a guarantee five years. If something happens, we go again. Where we buy? To have our right. That is guarantee. God gave us guarantee. He said, when you... We start from... Who, God is the one created us. He's the one formed us. He's the one redeemed us. He's the one called us by name. And he said, when we pass through the water, when? That means it, it will happen. If you not pass yet, you will pass. But the guarantee is he will be with us. And when you pass to the river, you will not sink. God is the one who will hold you. Even if you don't know how to swim, God is going to, to hold you. You're not going to sink. Because God is a supernatural God. Is the one take control of everything. Is the creator of all the universe. Is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's everlasting in the beginning, everlasting in the end. He's powerful, present, everywhere, at the same time. Is our King Jesus. Okay. Let me just tell you about um, what the enemy used more to intimidate us, to make us afraid. The enemy is going to come to wisp to make you afraid, to fear. It is the devil's favorite weapon against us is fear. He knows when we are fear, we're going to be paralyzed, we're going to 
not able to move. He's the one going to always to come to say to you, you are not capable. You are not qualified. You can't make it. Look at you. Look at your family. Where you came from? Who are you? I'm sure those questions sometimes in our heart, in our mind come. Isn't it? Come. It's going to diminish you, to make you small, to put you down, to lay you down. Fear make you down. And you feel, I am nothing. I will never do nothing. You can't feel as well like going to the driving test because you have failed exam. And I give example now. For those who are in a salam processor, for those who sought a salam, they fear for IPO interview, isn't it? When they come to the interview, you have to go to IPO. Those that don't know IPO is International Protection Office about the asylum process. I've been through that because I'm former asylum seeker. I know when that is coming. Butterfly in the belly. Those, they are in asylum or were in asylum, they know what I'm meaning. Interview, this one, any work interview, you are the one you are, you want, that's badly, that's work. And they say the interview is two days. Or they call you, you come to the interview. What's going to happen? You start feeling something there. But God gave us the spirit of love, power, and self-control. Amen. Remember that. Some Let's now go to the when fear becomes sinful in our lives. Fear can become sinful in our life when we are failing to believe that God is greater than our problems. You don't believe, you see my problem. When the problem comes, you say, oh, poor me. Oh, my family, I don't have a resource. I'm going to finish. How can I do that? Don't. God is greater than our problems. Your problem is big, but God is bigger. He's greater than our, our problem. It's the same God who opened the Red Sea to the Israelites. He's the one we are serving. And when we run away, number two, from bad situation. Of seeking refuge of God. Instead of seeking the refuge of God, the situation come. We want to run away. Maybe a medical re report. You go to the doctor, say to you, you are diagnosed with some disease. And you feel, start feeling panic. You will feel, but remember, you have one redeemer. You have one who created you, who called you by your name, is the one going to help you to overcome this situation. I'm going to give you one example what happened to me and my family. My family and I, 10 years ago, we have, uh, 
we got a deportation letter to leave the country. That deportation letter gave exact times and the day to leave the country for those when that time the brother that time they know what happened. And to make things worse, deportation, my wife got sick, stay in the hospital coma. The doctor had told me she would not survive. She been kept alive by the machine only. If the machine stopped, gone. Deportation, to leave the country, date, trouble, tough time, wife is sick, my family, my littles, daughters were like, uh, love God was around uh, maybe three, if not wrong, she meant, yeah, love God two, thank you, Susan, and she meant around uh, Six, oh, six years, six. She been around six. Crying, Daddy, we want mommy. They don't understand then. Deportation. This side, deportation, another side, wife is gonna. The daughter say he's going to not survive. She was depending on oil machine. I remember. Psalm 118. 18, 17 says, I will not die, but live, and I will proclaim what the Lord has done. Later on, deportation was canceled. My wife was out of coma. As you can see, the testimony is there. She's there. She's still alive. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. He's a King of King, Lord of Lord. I confess to you, on that time, I felt fear. But what, do you know what it changed? Because I decided not to keep, I am small. I know, I decide I have one God. The daughter said that. But the daughter of the daughters is Jesus Christ. Amen. The physician of the physicians. He's the one who said the last word. If the man put point, full stop, he can't change it, comma, continue. Or point, change the line. He changed the story. God has no favoritism. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God loves us equally. If he did it for me, for my family, he can't do it for you. I don't know what's, what's, what's problem you are going through, Oh, what is holding you? What are you going through? Maybe physical, emotionally. Maybe you feel you are in the prison. Be set free right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive. Nothing is impossible to him. He's the one can conquer the grave. We sang here. He gave us the victory. Jesus Christ gave us the victory. We are more than conquerors in the name of Jesus. Only we want to, we, we need is just to trust him, 
follow him, seek him, knowing his word, praying, believing he will change the story. What's the enemy plan for bad? He will turn it to good. And don't worry about the enemy. You just pray. Let me tell you something. Our enemy, they are our worker. They are working for us. They are working for us. We are, we are, we are the boss. They are working for us. And do you know who promoted David? Goliath. Goliath came with the evil to defeat. Sometimes you will feel the things look like they're going to defeat you. It's a promotion. They're going to promote you. Don't worry about. They say, oh, they are, we, they are our work. We are employer. They are our employees. When they, they start coming to you, to wish you say, oh, my employee, what do you want? I will give you a job. It's your employee. You are the boss. Don't worry about him. Trust in the Lord. Let them work. They are working for us. They are, they are working to promote us. We have to change to have that vision. Amen. How to overcome fears. Number one, we need to identify our fears and face them. You identify your fear. Which area are you fearing? Identify them, face them. Even you are feeling a uh, butterfly. You feeling you want to go to the toilet. You feeling, but you say, "Okay, I have one God. Give his first step, and God is going to help you." You have to have a boldness. You believe. Who's inside of us is greater than in the world. There is no weapon can be against the, the Lord. You know how is the universe to create a, you, the universe just by the word? Could you imagine? Just God spoke. Speaking, that's why speaking is our powerful. We speak. We start, it starts here inside. We believe and we speak, it, it will happen. Number two, we must stop feeding our fears. Sometimes we feed our fear. Oh, I'm poor. Uh, I can't do that. You start feeding it. Don't feed it. Don't feed. Don't feed your fear. Because if you're going to feed your fear, going to, you are maximizing. You are making it bigger and bigger and bigger. Say it. Your fear, go out in the name of Jesus. I have a king of kings who fight my battle. Number three, we must understand who we are in Christ. Who, we, who, who are we in Christ? We are children of God. Let's, see, let's read John 1, 12. Yet, to all who received him, who, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Here it is say, let me ask you, how do we become a children of God? We become a children of God by 
receiving him and believe in him. When we receive God as our Savior, our Lord, and we believe on him, on his word, we, will, we have the right now, we become the children of God. That is powerful. Joshua 1, 5. Let's read. No one will be able to stand against you all the day of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is another promise, guarantee from the victory. God says, wherever we go, we stand. Nobody going to stand against us. Why? Because he will be with us. Never leave us, never forsake us. It must mean God is with you in the valley of death. God is with you on the top of mountain. Sometimes we forget when we are in the valley, we are feeling, we're facing death, we are facing trouble, ob obstacle, problems. We feel God is not, a, no, God is with us. In the valley, God is there. On the top, God is there. He never leaves us, he never forsakes us. That is promise. That is our God. Let's read Philippians 4.13. What it says. I can do all these, these things through him who gave me strength. This applies not only when we are on the top of, on, of, of the mountain. On, in the valley, on the top as well. In the valley, on the top. Sometimes, if we go previous... Is Apostle Paul saying he had a trouble, he, he had uh, no food, no clothes, so many things, but God was with him. That means when you have a problem, God is with you. He will give you strength. You can do everything. When you are in abundance, God is with you as well. Sometimes we apply this one, just I can't do everything. You're just thinking about the victory. Before you go to the veto, you need to pass to the battle. Victory, there is one way. You can't jump. There is no short, short court in the victory. Veto, you must pass through the, the way until you get the victory. It's the same to get to the promised land before you have to go to the wilderness. You pass to the wilderness and you go to the promised land. You never go to the promised land without passing the witness. Never and ever. That is the way. Amen. God loves us. How are we going to prove God loves us so much? Let's remember John 3.16. I think this verse even we can't, we don't need to read, even we close our eyes, we're going to read it. Because it's the famous one. It is said, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him 
shall not perish but have eternal life. When Pastor was uh, here saying about tithe offering, he mentioned that verse as well. And God loves us unconditionally. That means if God was able not to spare his one begotten son, God is, let's stop doubting, God is able to do more things. If his only begotten son gave us, that means he can't do, who else God can't give us? There is no nothing God can't give us. Because he showed he is the greatest provider. Amen. Let's now read the Isaiah 41.10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not dismay, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Fear not. God is the one. He's our God. He's going to, it's the same when you collapse. God is the one with your righteous hand going to lift you up. Amen. And we sing here as well, God is the God of peace. Shalom. Let's read John 14, 27. Peace, I live with you. My peace I gave you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. As it is written there. God going to give us peace. Jesus give us peace. Is a peace forever and forever. The peace, the one the the world can give us is a temporary peace. That means going to be just for a few, it's gone. Thank you, sir. But Jesus gave us peace, it's everlasting peace. We don't need to worry about nothing, we just trust in Him. Let's read Joshua. Now, Joshua 1 9. What it says? It's written there as well. If you can't follow on the screen. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Another promise. God is saying, He commanded us. To be strong and courageous. Why God said be strong and courageous, not be afraid? Because you know we will feel. There is one difference. Feeling fear is different. You are feeling, but you take courage. Eh? And you, you, because God is the one who gave us strength. And you move, you give this first step. God is going to be with you. Lead you, direct you, conduct you, you to overcome any circumstance. Hebrews 
So we say with confidence, the Lord is our helper. I will not be afraid. What can Mary mortal do for me? To me. That means God is our helper. Don't be afraid for nothing. As I said, don't worry about the enemy, the one come to wisp. Let him do. God is going to give us victory in the name of Jesus. I tell you, don't to be strong, don't to fear for nothing. How does God want us to deal with fears? Number one. Over and over, the Bible says about not to fear for nothing. And before I move on, I'm going to just say a short story of the, in the book of John 11. I love that story when he say the death and the resurrection of Lazarus. Everybody here, I know you know that story. It was Lazarus sick. They called Jesus. Jesus traveled. Took two days going until coming to four days. When Jesus came, asked when was Lazarus. They say, Lord, no need to bother because his day is smelling and four days. What Jesus say? Remove the stone. They removed the stone. Jesus said, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus came out. That means we have to move our st uh, uh, stone. And God is going to say, Lazarus, to come out. What is our stone? Maybe you are sick. Maybe you are going to face one exam, one interview. Any problem you are facing, you are afraid of. Remember, Seek God with prayer. He will say to the stone, you move the stone and God will say to Lazarus to come out. And Lazarus is going to come out and you'll be resurrected in the name of Jesus. Let's now do, how do you let to go of fear and trust God? How do you let go to the of fear and trust God. Number one. Stop waiting for the world to help you. Stop waiting for the world to help you. Stop. When the, you have, don't go to the world to seeking some people. Go to the internet, go to some people. No. Stop. Go to the Lord. Number two. Stop trying to impress everyone. Don't try to impress when you are feeling you need help, seek help, don't try to impress pretending, no. Be who you are. Number three, let yourself hope in God. Have hope in God. He's the one going to give the solution. Number four, identify your life needs and focus on what really matters. You make a list what your, your life needs, identify on what must matter. And number five, get advice when you stalk. 
When you stop, get advice. Don't feel like I can't manage. If I say I will feel like uh, they will think about me, I am nothing. No, seek for help. There is help. You can't seek for help for pastor. Seek for help for leader. Seek for help for those who you trust is mature Christian. Seek for help. Like myself. Those who know me, you have been uh, living with me all during this year, do, do you know? When I need some, some help, I seek from leaders, brothers, I knock, I seek. And leaders, brothers, pastors, eh, members in the church, they know. Sometimes I seek help, they help me as well. Because you, you ne we never know everything. We need help. That's why we are we're working together. For the glory of the kingdom. Amen? Um, how does faith overcome fear? Faith focuses on the God love power. We can fight fear with uh, faith. And God is the one going to keep us heart and rest on him. We just trust, we focus on seeking God, seeking his world, spending time with him daily. And God is the one going to give us peace, courage when we have trouble. Allow him to replace our fear with faith. How do you, do you turn your fear into faith? Stop ignoring or bury your worries. Stop ignoring or bury. Like you're pretending nothing is happening. No. Take them to God in prayer. And let him to know what is bothering you. What is bothering you? Take him to God. Ask him to turn it, your fear into faith. And to fill your heart and calm with mind. And his supernatural peace. Then continue to spend time in his presence daily. You need to spend time in his presence daily. When you wake up in the morning, spend the time, read the word of God, seek him with all your heart, believe in him, he will turn it around for your good. Amen. Conclusion, we have received the spirit of love, power, self-discipline. In Christ, we have a new identity. We need to live as a new creature that let the Holy Spirit renew our mind. We need to renew our mind. When we become a Christian, we are a new creature. The old creature has passed away. The new come. New things going to happen, come in our life. We have to change our mind. As we have learned in the previous preaching, past, our past teachers, changing mind, changing life. If you change mind, you're going to change life. Because everything starts from mind. If you are thinking here that you will conquer, you will conquer. If you are thinking, start in your mind, your heart. You are a failure, you're going to be a failure. That's why the mindset is very important. You say, I am more than conqueror in the name of Jesus. 
I can't do everything to him who give me strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Those all this thinking going to change and transform your life. Stop doubting and start believing in God. Whatever situation you are going through, he will give you victories always. With Lord Jesus, we are more than conqerors. He gave us this powers, strength to overcome fear and to live an victorious life. The most important thing we, we have to do is just to have a good relationship with God. If you had a good relation with God and we allow God to move, to transform our life and the one going to get us the victory. Let me tell you something. If you have Jesus, you have everything. Nothing else you need. Just having Jesus is the weapon, is the victory, is the solution of everything. Is the master, king of kings, the creator, everlasting father, king of kings. Is the one gave you victory. Is the one fight our battle. Is the, the one create everything. Is present everywhere at the same time. He's a healer. He's a provider. He's a protector. He's a supplier. He's our celestial father. He's everything we need. Nothing else. We put him in our heart. This is the secret. It is the victory to be our overcomer and the conqueror and to have a victorious life as a Christian. In all, that applies in all areas, in your workplace, at school, facing exam now. I remember the student when they are living certain. Those are past the living set, they know what I mean. Kathleen <laughs> is laughing, you know. And my daughter now is going to live a set. She's worried, I know, but remember, Jesus is with you. Kneel down, pray, look at him, seek for his help, he's going to help you. He's the one going to equip you. He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Reminder. Let us remind us, what did we learn today? What worries most? What is fear? What should we do to keep our hearts clean? Challenges and recommendations. We must discipline ourselves by getting up earlier to have a special time with God. That's very important. If we do that, going to help us to move every day to overcome all the obstacles we are going through. We must study the Bible every day at least twice in getting up and before going to bed. 
you get up. Number one, you're giving your time to God. That is important. And you will know when they come, problem, you know where are you going to rely on. Rely on always in the Lord. Number three, we must stop trying to ignore or bury our worry. Not ignore or bury your word. Pretend everything is okay. Not, please. We must take them to God in prayer and let him to know what is troubling you. That's very important to the prayer. And also we seek God, we seek for help, and we participating in the prayer meetings, prayer intercession, in the Bible study, is the place going to give you strength in the cell group? You learn with each other and we, you exchange the ideas. That's very important. And we're gonna we, we, we doing that, we're going to become stronger and stronger in the Lord. Amen? Okay. Before I close, I would like just to say a prayer. Now I'm going to close saying a prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We glorify your name. We lift you high. Thank you so much, King of kings, Lord of lords. You gave us this word to come before you, to know about you. You don't fear. You give us the spirit of love, self-control, power. Don't fear for nothing. You promised you will be with us and you always with us. You are Emmanuel, God among us, for us fight for our battle is always with us we thank you we glorify you we have learned we know sometimes we are fearing we have fear in some areas we are feeling about the disease we are feeling about take one exam we are feeling about to 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 do some task we are feeling to to uh, to preach the gospel to speak on the public we are feeling so many areas, but today we have learned more about don't be afraid. You're the one going to help us. We're going to rely on you. We're going to depend on you, trusting on you, believing on you. Whatever situation we are going through, we're going to kneel down and ask. We remember, you are our shepherd and will not lack nothing. You're the one going to take control. You the one provide, protect, comfort, supply. You are everything we need. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed, amen and amen. If you receive this word, say, hallelujah, thank you. Let's applaud to him.